Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amon, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, one and only true Lord, and Amon, we trust, as the Republic of Intellect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amon race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nubim Minkares, and this is Mental Light Radio. And tonight we're going to be discussing why he is in the word them. Why he is in the word them. I know this might go over a lot of people's heads, right? but I'm going to go ahead and attempt to explain this. You see, the reason why we have certain words in the lexicon, words that we use today, is because they're meant to denote a certain uh, – uh, expression of what people are supposed to be, how they're supposed to live. And whenever you speak of the word them, it pretty much denotes that you must, or people must be a collective. They must be a collective. And then that collective of them, a he must be in rulership. See, the he is inside of them is because he represents one who represents the many with of them of them he represents the them that's why he's in and he is encased the word he is encased in the word them as if the word them protects the he because that's exactly what it's supposed to be he and them represents the leadership and the collectivism of our people y'all follow what i'm saying he is the leader of them. That's why when they make reference to God, they're not talking about just one person by himself. This is why they always make reference to God and the angels and all this and let us in the Bible make man in our image and after our likeness, not let me make man in my image and after my likeness. You could tell this is a group effort. However, a he is always rep- is representative of the them. He speaks for them. He speaks collectively for them. He is the leader. So that denotes, that tells you that in every collective body, within every collective group, community, organization, whatever, there's a leader. I know you so-called black people are against leadership. you against people telling you what to do. you against following orders and following law and things like that. So this is why you're in the, another reason why you're in the condition you went under, under the so-called white man. This is why you were forced to follow the law And y'all still don't get why you have to follow the law As a collective people So I had somebody tell me Yeah brother I like what you're saying But you know why should we be following the laws Of our enemy You know Well if your so called enemy the white man Wasn't here Would you niggas be following the law Period Or would you do what you want to do Would it be a free for all I'm my own God. I do what I want to do. If I don't want to work, if I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that. If I don't want to do this, that, that, and the third, whatever. Ain't nobody telling me what to do until the white man shows up and you do whatever he tells you to do. That's exactly why our people are under the so-called white man, because we refuse to work as a them collectively and take orders from a he within the them. You see, that's why I told you how phony black people are. Black people talk all this shit about, oh, how much, you know, the, the white man, they hate the white man being in rulership, and they hate that he's in charge and that this, that, and the third. But if black people were given a chance to be in rulership right now over the whole entire planet, over America and everything, 
they would not keep this system going. There'd be so much damn corruption. It would be ridiculous. One of the biggest things they would be fighting over is, I don't want to do what you say. You ain't my father. You ain't my, you know, you niggas get proud and bucked up when it comes to your own kind and trying to reestablish order. Because if we should ever, you know, overtake or eventually have this system in our hands, we already know you so-called black people are not going to follow. You're going to be the biggest ones that we would have to fight against. Those of our people who have opted to work together as the them and who have opted together to take up a leadership um, and, and place a person in charge as the heat. You so-called black people would be the first ones standing in the way of the new order, of the next order. You would be the first ones. You see, this is why you in poverty, and this is why you in bondage still in the beast, because you cannot self-govern yourselves. You cannot self-govern. Your, black people cannot self-govern at all because you have no discipline. You have no morals, a lot of you. You have no foresight into why we have to be a collective and why we have to have a leader. Y'all don't think like that. I'm my own God. I do what I want. In other words, I ain't having no nigga. I'm not taking no orders from no nigga, but I'll take orders from the white man all day. If he tell me stop speeding down the street, I'm going to listen to him. If he tell me uh, pull over or you going to jail, I'm going to listen to him. Now, if the police department was in the hands of so-called black people, Man, hook y'all cops, man. I ain't doing an F the police. All in their face and everything because you value each other. You don't see each other's authority. So, therefore, you don't think it's a them. You would buck up against the real them and the he that would raise them. This is why we know that the Republican mental and the Mesoamerican communities are not going to be full of so-called black people because black people hate the idea of following somebody who looks like them. They hate the idea of operating as them. I heard somebody say, um, his name was Tariq Nasheed. He was like, yeah, with the Bloods and the Crips, they don't have no leaders. They don't have no, there's no leaders, just an individual, you know, the big homies and whatnot, the people who are cool with them, but they ain't no leaders. They, you just join the set, you just down, and it's basically organized chaos and confusion. No direction, no nothing. They don't have any leader. You see? And I said, that's about right. That's niggas for you. Niggas are, ru- are, are, are lawless and, ru- and, and unruly. Niggas are lawless and unruly. You are. You niggas are lawless and unruly. You see? And it takes the so-called white man to keep you niggas in line. I'm going to just say it like that. I know people ain't going to like what I'm saying, but it's the truth. Tell me I'm wrong. It takes the so-called white man to keep you black Negroes in line. Black-ass niggas in line takes the so-called white man to do that, and that's a shame. It takes a caveman, a cave beast, an animal to keep you niggas in line. That shows how far you've fallen. That shows how far you've fallen. You refuse to cooperate with each other because you do know if y'all was able to do that. If you, were, if you would only do that, if you would do that, come together collectively under, in the image of Amun, under the power of Amun, if you did that, then the power would come back into our hands. The rulership and everything would come into our hands. It would happen. We would come into power again. The only one that's holding up, holding us up from power is us. And I'm not even saying us. I mean the so-called black race. They're the only ones holding us up for power. They want the white man to stay in power. They want him to keep doing, uh, uh, doing uh, unfair things like the Kyle, Ridden, the, uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse case. They want that to continue, that corruption. Oh, well, we ain't going to do that. Notice, you see, and of course you Negroes ain't going to never rise up. You ain't going to rise up. You'll get mad 
you'll, you'll tear up some stuff, you'll yell and scream, but then you're going to go right back to your lives again. They already know that. They already know that. It's sad to have to say this. You so-called black people, y'all do not want to govern yourselves. You do not want to stand up, nor would you expect any government that was set up by us. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You see, you respect and you follow the beast. You would rather operate as part of them and have him or he, the beast, tell you what to do. You'll bow down to the beast. See, that's in y'all to be like that. But in saying all that, the he is necessary for them to move forward. It can be no them without he. It can be no them without he. You see? Because he will always attract them. The he will always attract them. That's why I said leaders are not leaders are not made, they're born. Leaders are not made, they are born. You cannot make a person a leader if they're not a leader by nature. Leaders are born, not made. That leader, he fits within the confines of a collective group of people to them. He fits firmly within, and the fact that he fits within them represents their protection of him, their, um, their, um, you know, their security of him, keeping him safe amongst them keeping people outside of them away from him, away from he or them or him. You see? So keep that in mind. Really the word him is in is in uh, them too. You just they just spell it H H E M. But H E M H I M is the same thing. Him, he, them, it's the same thing. Same thing. And it should be a lesson to our people. It should be a level of understanding to our people that we need a leader and we need a collective body to guide us forward. See, all the knowledge in the world doesn't mean anything. If you don't have a collective group of people following it and living by all the knowledge in the world, like I said, when you people come on YouTube and thank me for all the knowledge I'm dropping, I'm like, okay, thank you. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when are you joining the Mesoamerican community? When are you coming into the community? If you like what I'm saying, if you're in in agreement with my words, why are you not in the community? You see, that's why I don't take people who tell me how great the knowledge is you're just a bunch of bystanders. You're a bunch of civilians. You're bystanders. You're not in the army of Amin. You're not part of the body of Amin. We seek those who are part of the body of Amin. That's why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. This is why we do what we do. This is why we seek out the elect of our people to be part of the them. We don't want everybody in the them because he, him, came to attract and bring together them. And through them, new or should I say next life will come through them. He has to be resurrected first from the dead, and then he will start to resurrect them. He will wrap them around him. He will, 
you know, surround himself, I should say, with them. Just by the words that come through him, he will begin to surround himself with them, meaning his followers, his people. And there, that starts the power. That starts the power of illumination. The power of illumination, the true power of illumination starts within the body, within the him, within the them, I should say, excuse me, within the him. I mean, within the them, excuse me, within the them, but it starts with him. It starts with him, and once it starts with him, he is already triggered to find the people who are meant to be with him, to be part of the them. That's what triggers the power. They do that collectively as the them. Because you can truly get nowhere by yourself in this world. You can truly get nowhere by yourself. You're going to have to have them around you, a group of people, a them around you. Now, like I said, so-called black people, y'all don't want yourselves. You don't want each other around you to do anything. You would rather have other people around you. Because in your mind, those people are not threatening. In your mind. However, they do pose a threat. Why do I say that? Because by you befriending all these other races of people, you so-called black men, you so-called black women, by you befriending all these other races and not your own kind, by you willing to get down and do something with them and not with your own kind, by you willing to go after their women, you so-called black men, or you black females go after their men, the Caucasian men, the Eastern Asian, though you feel as though you're safe in doing so and you have that, like I said, you already in danger because one of the first things a person who comes from a collective thinks about a person who doesn't come from a collective, the first thing he thinks about is, well, damn, if you was willing to sell out your own kind to be with me, if you were willing to subtract from the them, which you're supposed to be a part of, to be with him, who you're not supposed to be a part of, that says something to him. He always thought that in his memory. See, so-called white men, all them races of men that you black females run off with and lay down with and have babies with, you know, talk this, we all, one nonsense. They always think of you as traitors to your own race. They may not say it, but that's how they see you. They see you as a race traitor. They see you as a race traitor, and in the back of their mind, you can't be trusted because in their mind, you don't even like yourself. You don't like yourself, so therefore you can't like your kind, so therefore over time, who else won't you like? You won't, he'll think you eventually won't like him, you see. And that makes you unfit to be part of them. That makes you mentally and physically unfit to be a part of them. The them is needed. The them is needed. And if you don't understand that the them is needed in order for him to extend his power, in order for him to raise himself, then again, that makes you that individual black person on the sidelines. Because y'all truly have, uh, excuse me, y'all truly have a sad life so-called black people, you truly have a sad life because your life is not about nothing. Your life is basically going in the gym, trying to work out, looking good for people who, you know, don't even, who don't even matter, you see. 
going about your job, getting your money, getting your money at the end of the week, spending money, and just throwing your money away, going home and watching and watching the DVDs or YouTube or whatever you can. Maybe have some sex along the way with whoever. Like I said, like I said, all of that's for nothing. Your existence in this three-dimensional realm is all for nothing. See, you take your existence as an individual within this three-dimensional realm as something. Like I said, look at your activities. You go to work. You come home. In between there, you go might go to the gym, work out. You have some sex. Might go out get something to eat. Go see a movie. Go, you know, you, socialism, socializing. Your whole world has become about socializing. Why is that? Because while you're socializing, while the beast gives you things to be social about, the real people you're supposed to be social with, the collective, the community, you throw that away. You throw that away. Notice it's only black people that have no real community. They don't understand the reality of them. They don't understand the reality and the power of them. And they don't respect the power and the reality of he who is supposed to lead them. Like, like for example, you so-called black people big up Malcolm X. I had to use this as an example again for the hundredth time with Malcolm X. You big up Malcolm X because what? Because he so-called, quote-unquote, exposed the Alamboy Elijah Muhammad. He though he didn't expose nothing. Everybody knew he was sleeping with young women. That ain't no big deal. They wasn't little girls. They were young women. But I'm not going to even get into all that right now. Everybody, even Malcolm X knew that. But he took it as an opportunity to be his individual self, to break away from the them and be about him himself. He didn't think about the collective, the group, the people being raised in that. He didn't think about that. That was of no consequence to him. What was of consequence was himself over them. He over them. He being separate from them. He talking about the them and the leader of them. There's no coincidence that Elijah Muhammad, come, his name comes off as the them, the acronym, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, them. Power in them. Those who are in alignment with power, there's power within them. If there's no power within them, there's no power ever really going to truly be within you. Because we derive power from our people. True power is derived from our people. And how we stand together. But if you're not of that mindset, if you're not of that mentality, and guess what? Guess what? It's all for nothing. All for nothing. Life is all for nothing. The existence of who you are is all for nothing. Because, again, we live every day to become greater people. We live every day to become better people. We live every day to become supreme people. We live every day to gain a new level of clarity understanding as we're going forward in the world we don't live every day to do this rotation as individuals and forget about the collective see it took the collective coming together and the desire for you people who listen to this message the need for you people I should say to uh, listen to this music y'all came and y'all listened 
and y'all been here ever since. So you already represented them so far as far as the radio. And I was trying to get people to, you know, now explaining the importance of the Mesoamerican community, which is the doorway, the entryway to the Republic of Mentelect, the Mesoamerican community, to explain that to people who don't quite get it. You are the people who operated individuals. Individuals will never have power. Individuals will never have power simply because there's no such thing as an individual with power. No such thing. The people you see with money, influence, power, they always travel as them. He, the individual, always travels within the pack of them. He receives his power from them. He receives his authority, his power, his influence from being in alignment with them, being the he within them. See, a lot of you jealous-minded black males who operate on the female uh, um, vibration, you can't understand that. You see, I had guys get jealous with me about, you know, about they 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 woman listening to me and whatnot, and you know, am I taking their money and all this other nonsense? Why am I taking money from them? And, why your why my woman listening to you? That you know, that is a nigga who basically has no idea or understanding of the them, nor is they nor do they understand the importance of the me or the he, which is me and my being here. They don't get that. Their mind only works on filthy lucrative money. Nothing else. That's why you don't include those kind of people in the reception of power. These people are not of honor. And the people that follow these people are not of honor. They're of the beast. They're of the beast. Like I said, you so-called black people, you give your allegiance. Like I said, it's funny how you so-called black people, that's how you know you're of the beast. It's funny how you so-called black people, you'll say, oh, we are our own gods. We don't need no organization. We don't need no leader. We don't need nobody telling us what to do and this, that, and the third. But you live in America. You live in America. So someone is telling you what to do. The police, the government, everything. You are living within the confines of a law and order setup or system. You are living in, in alignment with that. And the only reason y'all don't, and the only reason why you don't go against it is because you fear it, you respect it. And you worship the image of the beast. That's why you don't go against this system. Because it ain't about, oh, you know, he he got us out guns, he got us out numbers. They ain't got nothing to do with that. Number one, y'all really don't want that smoke with them. Number two, if y'all were to win, y'all would not be comfortable or, you know, uh, in that seat of power. You would not sit into that seat of power. Because that see the power demands your cooperation, and demands that you have a leader, and it dem- and it command and it, and it demands that you follow the orders of that leader in order to receive power. You tell me any structure around the around the world is based on individuality, where these other races of people are in rulership. You know the people you look up to like the so-called Jews, the Caucasians, the Asians that you black people look up the Italians, all these people that you these Caucasians that you look up. Tell me, do they have anything where they are doing stuff by themselves, that they are not part of a corporation, a business, or whatever? Tell me they're doing it all themselves. 
I'll wait. You tell me where they're doing it all themselves. If it's and, and that they're not part of something. You see. That's something that y'all have to ultra stand and get used to. As those people who are part of the extension, part of the old book, the last chapter of the old book. That's where we are now. So we got to go out with a bang. We got to go out with the reality of who we are. We got to go out with the reception and power of what we came here to be as the them. We have to go with that. We have to become that. We must not allow anybody to stand in our way of becoming that, not even ourselves. Because it's easy to harness that ego. It's easy to harness that ego and be as if you are, um, you know, being stubborn. You see, it's easy. Yeah. It's easy to get caught up in that. Keep that in mind. You always got people who want to operate as individuals when it comes to us, when it comes to building up our power. But when it comes to the beast, they, you know, that oh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to work with them. That's how you are. You'll work with them. You Negroes will go join the Army, join the military. You'll join the military, you'll join the Army. You do all this stuff, and they'll they'll sit here and tell you, oh, you know, if you join, you know, you'll get this, that, you know, whatever. You'll get this, that, and the third. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. You'll tell yourself that, but what is the reality of it? The reality is you join those places, you get nothing. You join those places, and you get nothing. Okay. You join nothing. You become a part of nothing. You get reared up and raised up in nothing. But the power of change and extension is that you raise up together as one mind, one body, one soul of people. One continuous race of people, one illuminated people, see, one race of illuminated people, illuminated beings, those who are constantly working for, of, and by each other. This is the power of us. You see, when we're dealing with the power of us, when we're dealing with the power of who we are, we receive the ultimate power as us, as them. And we, when we realize that, yes, we need leadership, we need direction, we need to be directed, that's the power of us. That is the power of us. We are in reception to that power. We are receptive to that power. We are continuous in the evolution of that power. And because we are continuous in that evolution of power, because we are constant in the evolution of power, we receive the ultimate in power. We receive the ultimate in transmission. 
in connection of who we are. You see, that's the reality of what we came to be. We need us, the them, to operate in our favor. We must have that or we have nothing. We must have that or we have nothing. We got a lot of people who don't understand the power of them, us. A lot of people, we understand, which is why we're doing this. See, us coming together, that's how you know we definitely not of the so-called black race. That's how you know we're not of the so-called black race. We know black. Remember I said, what is the mentality of the so-called black race? The mentality of the so-called black race is like a bunch of roaches, a bunch of individual roaches trying to get their crumbs, crumbs snatching from each other, right, fighting for crumbs, going against each other, right? Not the mindset of an ant, but the mindset of a roach. So if that is the mindset of this person, if that is the mindset of this person who is a roach who does not understand the need for them and puts himself over them, that tells you something about them. Because, again, the fact that y'all came in here, came into this community, says that y'all not black people. See, black people don't join communities. Black people don't join communities, organizations, things. They don't do that because they're too egotistical. I ain't nobody telling me what to do but the white man. They should, you should always make sure y'all put that, oh, ain't nobody telling me what to do but the white man. See? Ain't nobody telling me what to do but the so-called white man. That's what you should do. Nobody telling us what to do but the white man. And that also goes on to prove that y'all nothing but slaves. That also goes on to prove that they're nothing but slaves. Now look at all the slave plantations. You know, they didn't want to fight. They didn't want to fight and, and destroy and kill them, slave masters and, t- and kill them and destroy them and burn down their thing and risk their lives to do that, which would have been a beautiful way to risk your life if you're going to risk your life to kill your oppressors. But they didn't want to do that. But then as soon as the Revolutionary War came, you had these niggas fighting for the white man to be keep they stay enslaved or fighting the Confederate. My thing is, you wouldn't fight for your own freedom. Y'all wouldn't come together and fight for your own freedom. But as soon as the white man put a uniform on you and tells you to fight for him, you fight for him. Y'all have no problem with becoming a collective group under the beast. But when it comes to us, I don't know why we got to do that. You know what I'm saying? We don't need to do that. You know, stuff like that. That's why I said, you know, black people don't join communities. Black people don't join organizations. They don't become a part of a community. They are anti-community. They are anti-community. Like I said, they don't, they'll, remember I said they, they would never refer to the Jewish community as a cult. Black people would never refer to the Jewish community as a cult. They would never do that. But let us get together. We a cult. We a cult. That just goes to show you that they're nothing but slaves for the white man. The mass majority of you so-called black people are nothing but slaves for the so-called white man. That's all you are. That's why I have no respect for black people. 
This is exactly why I have no zero respect for black people, because you're nothing but puppets for the white man. Your egotistical behavior, your mindset that's anti-collectivism, uh, uh, anti-community, your 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 inability or your um your um you know your desire to work against community or say oh, we're not a community, we're a cult, and that we don't need no leaders and all this other or this time where the leaders is played out and all this other stupid stuff you say, but yet you still following the white man. You still following the white man. If you really think that the time of leadership is no more, we don't need no leaders, then stop following the white man. Next time he pull you over for speeding, tell him fuck you and keep going. I don't take no orders, no leadership, no authority. Tell the white man fuck you and keep going and pull off. See what happened to you. You see? Or go in that bank and, t- and, and tell and walk behind the right register and, and since you don't want to follow no law, no order, whatever, no leadership, go up, walk in that bank, walk behind the register, and take all the money you want to take. And then walk out, say, if you want to do what you want to do, you your own God. You do that. You do that. See? That's how you know. That That's how you know you so-called black people are not serious about your individual talk. Or we our own God's talk. We don't need no leaders. You follow the white man every day. And if you don't, he'll put you to death. And you're not about to challenge the so-called white man. Y'all not, because y'all slaves. Black people are slaves. You are not about to sit up here and challenge the so-called white man. This we know about you. This we know. We know you're not going to challenge him. You're not going to put up a fight. You're going to take it as it is. You're going to settle for whatever he gives you. That's it. And in response to that, in response to that, in response to, you know, basically falling, you know, on the, falling on the, as they say, falling on the sword and doing what you're told to do, meaning that he has to force you, but doesn't matter if he has to force you, you're willing to do it. You're not willing to step and live and fight and die and kill for your individuality, then if you're not willing to stand up, live, fight, kill, and die for your individuality, then you're really not about individuality. You're really not about this whole thing you claim that you're your own God and we don't need no leaders. You're really not about that. That's just talk. That's just like, that's just, oh, you nigga ain't telling me what to do. That's just, you know, you nigga, ain't no nigga telling me what to do. That's all that is. And that's why I love it when I see beast discipline, you Negroes. I love it. I love to see the beast discipline you Negroes because, you know, you tell me I'm wrong. If it was us in power, if our people were in power, you would be the first ones fighting us, fighting them, the collective body. You would be the first ones speaking against us. You see, you don't acknowledge the reality and the necessity for them and the he within them. But like I said, the beast does. They know that some of our people in the future, over time, will come to the conclusion that we need a leader and we need to come together as a people collectively. We need to be the them, and we need to house him within us. 
you'll come to that reality. Only the elect will come to that reality. Let me put it that way. Only the elect. It won't be the people who disrespect the election. It won't be the people who feel a need to fight against to uh, fight against or buck up against the necessity of us. Because us is a necessity. Y'all hear me? Us is a necessity. You are not a necessity. You as an individual are not a necessity. You as an individual are not needed. You are not needed. That's why, like I said, you so-called black men, your lives are not worth anything. You black men and black women, your lives are not worth anything because you don't work together and operate as a community. What did I say before? I said that there had been any of these horrific crimes that happened to so-called black people getting shot by the police and all this. So this had happened if there was a community, a real community in place. I want y'all, when I, this goes on YouTube, I want those of you in the YouTube section to answer me. Could a Jacob Blake or any of them other people, right, can any of those people or, you know, could any of those people, well, I'm pretty sure it was anti-community, anti-collective, would any of those people, Sandra Blank, would any of that happen if our people were really together as a collective body of people for, living for of and by each other? Could that have happened to us? Could that have ever happened? Hmm. Hmm. The answer is no. And like I said, the fact that that stuff happened to them shows you that these were the people who definitely were not with community. Because the people who were truly with community collectivism and things like that, like I said, they would have stayed around. They would have been in this community. The people who were anti that, you know, those are people who, you know, whatever happens with the beast, whatever judgment of Amun sends upon them to make them a living sacrifice, then so be it. If they need to be made a living example of, then so be it as to why our people should not be following the image of the beast or bowing down to them or trying to make deals with them rather come amongst ourselves. You see, if that's not your mentality, then we ain't talking about nothing. You ain't talking about nothing. And we need our people to be clear-minded. We need our people to be clear-minded, focused on the evolution of us, the betterment of us. That's what we need. We need our people to be clear-minded and focused on the evolution of us. We don't need no focus on the white man, on reparations, or, you know, the aliens, the, the illegal aliens coming in here. You, ain't nothing y'all could do about that. Police brutality, ain't nothing y'all could do about that. The only thing you could do about that, you know, some somewhat about that, is to stand together collectively as a real people. That's how you start to make sure stuff like that don't happen again. All right? Stand together as a people collectively. You see, I hear all these people talking about, oh, you know, marching and, you know, hoping the verdict go right, you know, in the Kyle Rittenhouse or whoever, hoping the verdict go right and whatnot. Okay, if the verdict go wrong, then what? Then what? Nothing. That's what. Y'all going to get mad, tear up some shit, going to burn down some shit, the beast going to charge it more taxes on your, on your mamas and them. Um, they're going to be more taxes for them to pay for that shit, and they're going to put all that shit back together again. And they'll leave parts of your neighborhood burnt out, and they'll keep using that as an excuse to keep uh, 
red line in your district where you can't get no healthy food in your in your refrigerator, things like that. Because you got to f the police mentality, you got to f the authority mentality. That's your mindset. Yet you do nothing in the evolution and the service of our people as to show us why we can get above and beyond that. You don't say you don't show that. That's how you know, even in Rosewood and in um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, those black people who had their businesses destroyed, had their homes burned down, were murdered, had just for you, all, all that, just for doing business, trying to make a living for themselves. They had their businesses destroyed and had their lives taken for doing good in the society, not for breaking the law, not for, not for uh, harming anybody, just doing business. They had to make up an excuse to stop these people from doing the business they were doing. You see, they had to make up a rule or a law to, to destroy these people's businesses and their livelihood and their home and take their property. You see, now that's how you know they were not together. They were not together. Because if they were together, that could have never happened. If they were together, when that attack did go down, his men would have been ready and armed like a military. You see, they would have been armed and ready like a military. The women would have been in the trenches with the children. You see, that's what happens when you're in a community war. That was a community war with the so-called white man and who wanted to take over the people's property. See, they got together. They got on code, got together, and organized, and got in planes, got guns, and attacked you so-called individual black people. You niggas, I'm my own God. I don't need no leader. You niggas. That would be y'all. See, that would be y'all. But this is the mentality. Then these are the same people are turning around and man, you know, that's messed up what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So that's messed up what happened in Rose. See, when we be trying to do stuff, you know, the white man always destroy our stuff and whatnot. No, he destroys your things because he knows y'all not together. I ain't never heard of no nation of Islam, uh, a restaurant, supermarket, factory getting burned down by white white people. I ain't never heard that. Never heard that strange. I've never heard that. But they do it to you so-called black people in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Rose, whoever. They just do that because they know that you're not together. They know that. They know you're not a real community. They know you're just some Negroes who just, you know, associate with. That's why they know they can do something to women, your women, your children, anytime they want and get away with that shit. And that burns me up when I think about it. It burns me up, and it makes me disgusted with you niggas who allowed it to happen because you refuse to come together and stand up for your your women and children and fight to death and to their death, make them pay for harming your children, make their children pay, make them pay with their lives, attack them. You niggas don't think like that because you your own gods, you your own individuals. We don't need no leaders. So when I, say, when I see things like this happen respectfully, I don't give a shit. I don't care about Jacob Blake and all them other niggas that got killed, man. I don't, because y'all niggas don't care. You don't care. Because if you cared, you would be together to make sure that would never happen again. Miss me with the fake sentiment. I'm not sentimental about things that people have become lackadaisical about, apathetic about. No, thank you. This is a reality check because, again, 
I, I can't, you know, I respected them. I respect the collective. I always did. I also respected the leaders of those collectives. I respected that. You know, I don't respect the headless horsemen. I don't respect individuals who don't who don't belong to something. I don't respect or trust them type of people. Or those people who are anti-community, anti-covenant, anti-collective. The niggas that'll turn around and call us a cult. Them niggas. You dirty niggas. You dirty, uh, beast-loving niggas. You know, because you speak with his forked tongue. You speak the you speak with the white man's forked tongue. Double-minded. We'll right back. You've changed. That sparkle in your eye has gone. Your smile is just a careless young. You're bringing my heart to change. You change.
they think it's more of a racial identity than, than what it was meant to be, which was an insult, a people in darkness, a people in a state of ignorance, a people who act as individuals who act alone and not collectively. Because when you got people who do that, they are not expected to receive any judgment, any punishment for their ways, their actions. They are given a pass for their ways, for their actions. We're not given passes. No more passes. We have to resemble who we were in the ancient world and who we're going to be in the future world going forward because without our ascension in the modern world going forward, then there will be no ascension of power in the future world. Without us being one mind, one body, one soul of people, there will be no power. There will be no power. We must stand together as the living power. We must stand together as the living authority. We must stand together as a living union of power. There is no other way. You see, it's easy for people to sit and think to themselves, you know, what we would have if we would only do this, what we would accomplish if we would only do this, what we would. No, no. We have nothing because we have chosen to be nothing. We are nothing if we are not together. We are nothing if we are not together. We are nothing as individuals. You have to start saying this and standing for this. We are nothing as individuals. We will have, we will never accomplish anything as individuals. We will always be seen as nothing. Right? And nothing denotes nothing. Nothing denotes nothing. Nothing will never produce Anything but nothing. We are them. We are them. They are us. We must become us again. We must become us again. We must think as a unimental force again. See, if we're not thinking as a unimental force, then none of this is, we're doing all this for nothing. All this is for nothing if we're not standing as a unimental force, a unimental force of living power, a unimental force of living reception, a unimental force of living capability. What is the sacrifice? What is the living sacrifice? We are supposed to represent the living sacrifice that we have chosen to live our lives collectively as a community, and we have foregone our individual mindset. We have foregone our individual mentality. We let that go. See, that's the power that you achieve. That is the power that you receive when you let go of all things that are not cohesive to the evolution of your people. It is not cohesive. It is not to think as individuals. Never has been and never will be. The them represents that. The them represents that. We have to be the them that represents that. If we are not the them that represents that, then we're doing all this for nothing. All of this is for nothing. 
We have to constantly be the them that represents living power. We have to constantly be the them that represents continuous reception. We have to be the them that is the ultimate power, the constant reception of power. See, if that's not going to happen, then there's nothing. There's nothing if that's not going to happen. We only will receive our power when we see ourselves as a collective body. I've never thought of myself or being a part of anything as an individual. I never saw that. That was not real to me. You see, it was not real to me, and it would never be real to me. We have to have to understand what is ultimately real to us. Our union is real. Our collective union is real. Nothing else matters. And until we understand that nothing else matters, until we understand that nothing else matters to the world, we will not receive our power in the world. We will always be at a state of nothingness, in a state of nothingness. We will always be in a state of nothingness. We will always be lost in a world that is outgrowing us. Because in the future world, all it is about is collectivism. It's about who you're unified with, your unification. That's what it's about. It's not about nothing else. It's not about anything else. All it's about is who you are unified with, your unification, our unification and the people. That's all that matters. All we have is us. All we have is us. We have nothing else in the world. We have nothing else in the world. And we will never have anything else in this world to come. This is our life. And this will be our death if we don't stand in the image of Amun. This is our power. This is our reception of power. Reception of pure vision. We can do everything and all things if we were to stand together as one. We can do everything and all things if we stand together as one. If we stand together as nothing, then there is nothing. If we stand together as nothing, then there is nothing. The power is in who and what we receive as one mind, one body, one soul of people. That is the living power. No one will ever be able to hold us, stop us move us if we stand together collectively as one. If we are standing together collectively as one, no one will ever be able to hold us, stop us, or move us. We are the ultimate and living power. We are the continual power. 
But see, that comes along with realizing the power of them and the he within the them. That's what that comes along with. See, if you don't recognize that, then there's nothing. Our power is contingent upon what we receive as a people collectively. That's what it's that's what that's what it's based on. What we receive as a people. How we receive as a people. What our extension is in life. What we will extend to be in life. What our ultimate power is as the collective. The collective is one unimental force. Do you all understand how powerful it would be if our people were together? If we came out of that black mentality and we divorced ourselves from any care, any concern, any compassion for anyone but ourselves, how powerful would that truly be? How powerful would we be? I want you all to think about that. We are ultimately a powerful people. We are ultimately a powerful people. We are a continuously powerful people. And if we acknowledge ourselves as that, if we receive the power of homage that, if we see ourselves as that, then there's no stopping us. I told you all, I gave you a blueprint for making fortune. Millions of dollars. I gave our people a blueprint within this community. I gave you all a blueprint. Unlimited, an unlimited blueprint, if you know what I mean. I gave you an unlimited blueprint. Why do you think I named my company Unlimited? I named my company, our company, Unlimited, because we're going to do unlimited things as a collective body. This is how I saw it, and this is how it's going to be. Because I am the he within the them. I am the he that the them has been waiting for. See, the them can gather around and want to do things and want to have things. and want, But, see, it always has to be a he to spark it off. It has to be a he to set it off. Uh, see, the them can stand around and be like, yeah, we know, you know, we need to do this. Yeah, we know we need to do that. But it has to be a he that sets it off. A he has to come forward to set it off. You see? You see, a he has to come forward to set it off. And he doesn't come through to set it off, then there is nothing. You see, there's nothing. The societies that black people looked at, ancient Egypt, Samaria, Mesopotamia, all the societies so-called black people looked at, looked up to, was started by a collective of people, a group of people. It was started by a collective body of people. You see, a collective body of people started this. You see, and a collective party started Mesoamerican, uh, you know, the Mesoamerican, ancient Mesoamerican. It was people cooperating. All the societies that so-called black people point to and love and, you know, they're talking about ancient Egypt, the Mesoamerica, all the things our people point to, do you, you do know that that happened as a collective effort and there was a he in charge of them that made that happen. There was a leader. 
That's why, like I said, you so-called black people who claim y'all so y'all into ancient Egypt and Mesoamerica and all this, but yet you still up here talking about we don't need no leaders, we don't need no collective body of people, we don't need that. Then y'all need to sit y'all asses down, man, because you 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 don't you you sitting up here looking up to the societies for nothing, man. You see, you sitting up here looking up to them societies for nothing. You looking up at them ancient societies for nothing. You see. That's what you're doing. You're looking up to those ancient societies for nothing. Keep that in mind. Those ancient societies represented power, living power, living reception of power. That's what those those societies represented. That's what they represented. People collectively coming together. People collectively standing up for something. That's what those people represented. That's what the living power was. And if you're not that way, if your mindset doesn't work that way, then stop talking about how we was in the ancient world. You wasn't. You obviously couldn't have been part of the ancient world or part of those people because if you truly were, then you would have the same mindsets that you have again. See, that's how you know who was really of the ancient people, who were the ancient Egyptians, who were the ancient Sumerians, the Kenites, and all them, all the royal people, all the right. See, because I've said this before. Everybody that was back then in the ancient world are here today, man. All the people that was part of those righteous and supreme societies, those people who are part of those ancient civilizations, they back here today on earth in living flesh, man. I definitely bear witness that I was there. You've seen my image, and I bear witness that my people that's walking me, they were there too. That's why we understand the importance of coming together. See, you niggas that don't understand, you wasn't back there, man. You guys are probably descendants of a bunch of tribal Africans. Some of you people are but just a bunch of descendants of tribal ass Africans, man. That's why you don't understand the need for a community. You don't understand the need for a collective body. You see? And in this world that just won't cut it. And this world going forward, that just won't cut it. Because you see what happened when we didn't stand for that. You see what happened when we sat on the sidelines as individuals and did nothing. You see what happened. We'll be right back. <laughs>
it will only be the reasonable and rational and the extended people that will come into a collective body, come into a collective vision. It will only be the ones who come into that that mindset to have an understanding of that. All right? Only the reasonable, only the righteous. Only the reasonable, only the righteous will come together in that understanding of who and what we are. You see, as a collective. You see, as a collective body, only the righteous ones, only the extended ones, only the ones who have come to this conclusion of power, unlimited power, and this being a never-ending account of power, continuous power, comes by the power of extension, comes by the power of transmission, that we have to be one right now. We have to pick up where the great ones left off. We have to continue where they left off. You see, we have to continue where the great ones left off, where the extended ones left off. And then continuing that and moving forward in that reality of who and what we're meant to be, we will arrive at the reality that we must be a collective. We must live as a collective. We must guide our, we must be guided by a leader. We must be guided by a leader, one who is worthy to guide us, one who is worthy to raise us in the image of Amun. We need that. You see, and it has to be the most intelligent one, the one who is in alignment with the future, with our ascendancy. See, that's the leader, the one who is in alignment with our ascendancy, the one who is in alignment, the one who is a future thinker. That is the leader. That's the leader. It ain't somebody who just want to jump up or, as they say, all willy-nilly, I want to be the leader. I want to be the leader. It ain't that type of party. They're saying leadership is not to be played with. Leadership is not to be played with, just like collectivism is not to be played with. Again, leaders are born. They're not made. Leaders are born. They are not made. You have to be a future thinker to be a leader. You have to be a futuristic thinker. You can't be a person of the present in order to be a leader. A lot of you so-called black people are present-day present day thinkers, man. You're short-sighted in your thinking. See, present-day people are short-sighted people. You see, present-day people are short-sighted people. And they don't realize the power of future thought and the ability to look into the future as a collective people. You see, you see, you don't people to see people don't get that. People don't see that. People are not ready to receive that. We have to come together collectively as a people. You see, mind, body, and soul. We have to come together collectively as a people, mind, body, and soul. And 
This is what our community is about. This is the community of the ages, the community of the future. Republic of Mentelec, Mesoamerican community. These communities are for the evolution of our people. Because, again, if anybody's still promoting anything, a, a blackness to our people, or even even down the corner, people, American Indians and also uh, Indians, we're not no Indians, man. We're not Indians. That's the term the white man gave our people. We're Mesoamerican. We are Mesoamerican. The so-called American Indians, like I said, even they strength in their numbers of coming together. Again, we're the only ones that tend to not want to cooperate with one another, not be part of the them. You see, we're the only ones that tend to, you know, gravitate on that lower level of frequency, that lower level of, in, of nonsense and, you know, futility. Again, we must bring all of our power into fruition. We must bring all of our power into fruition as a collective body, not as some loose-knit people. Oh, I'm my own God. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. You know, I'm my own. How is that working out for you? How is that working out for you? It's not. You're not God's. You're not your own anything. You do what you're told. And if you do not do what you're told, there's consequences. The beast has shown you that there are consequences. All this is powerful. All this is powerful in this transmission and the future thought of what it is that we have come to be, come into being, what we have come to see going forward. See, again, if we don't think it's the them, if we don't think it's the them, if we allow people to th- split us up into individuals, whether you call yourself a Republican, a Democrat, a Christian, a Muslim, an Israelite, uh, a, a Seventh-day Adventist, a Pan-Africanist, any of these things, a Rastafarian, at the end of the day, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. There's only one living power. One living power. That's Amin. Now, I know people are listening to this about, why got to be Amin, brother? Why can't be, you know, our set or set or best? And look, man, we're not playing the deities game. We're not playing your philosophies and beliefs, man. This is dealing with living power. See, and again, this is why living in power is only going to be for the living, those who are of the living. Living power is going to be for those who are of the living, people who mentally are alive, people who can see into the future, people who have the saying that this is it, man. This is it. We ain't getting another chance. We ain't getting another chance. You see, this is it. And if we don't take steps to raise ourselves into that state of power as it is being formed for us to do as the them, as the people of the living them, the living power, as we're not taking this seriously, like I said, I put this community forward. I put forward the Republic of Mental Act. I put forward the Mesoamerican community. I put these communities together 
for the like-minded of our people to come together, be part of this. The ones of you who are coming out of that black mentality, who are being raised up as the almond race, as the bright race. That's what this is for. You people outside the gate, man, y'all still got the black mentality, man. You don't really understand the them, the power of them, and the power of he that is within them, that is living and breathing receiver within the body. He represents a living, breathing receiver within the body that is starting to grow, that is starting to foster, that is starting to nurture, that is starting to illuminate as living law and living order. That is us as the almond race. We have to accept our place in the world on this planet as the almond race, and we ain't asking nobody for nothing. I had some guy tell me on one of the damn videos, yeah, Mesoamerican, that's a real, that's a real, um, that's a real identity, brother, but it's not legal. Really. <laughs> he said, that's real, brother, but it's not legal. In other words, the white man ain't gave it no validation. We don't care what he validates or doesn't validate. We don't care. You that still care about this, that shows you who you really belong to, who you bow down to. Who you belong to, who you bow down to. That shows who you really are. As I told you before, it's going to be those who are of Amun and those who are of the beast. The mass majority of the black race who are not together, for, who are not about the them, the collective body, you got the mark of the beast on you. You got the mark of the beast. You stand for nothing. You accept that you're black people. You accept that you're black people and that you're here to follow the ways of the beast. You have accepted that. Right. You allow, you allow your petty, simple-minded ways to govern you in this real, in this, in this three-dimensional realm. You allow that. You live beneath the beast. You follow his ways. And actually, I had people coming here that ran, ran out of here and got the jab. Ran out of here and got the jab from the beast because he told you. He didn't even put no gun to your head. He just told you. He gave you niggas a command. You ran out here and got jabbed up. He didn't even command. He even come to your house and put a gun to your head. And you niggas just did it on command. You know why? Because you niggas are here to serve the beast, man. You do whatever he tell you. That's why you did it. And that's why you will continue to do the bidding of the beast and work against the them that is being gathered in the image of Amun. Work against he who is gathering the image of Amun. That's why the people that walked in here with me one time, the people they slandered me, left up out of here, you would have thought I did something dirty to them, did them wrong. But see, they really wanted to go back to following the beast. That's all. And they needed to not make it seem like, they needed to make it seem like I did something wrong to make them leave. No, you were always in the wrong place all the time. You were always in the wrong place. You belong to the white man. You belong to the beast. You niggas that was in here that felt faded to black, you belong to the beast. You his property. You you not you not the property of Amun. You're not the property of the ascension. You are the property of the beast. You're still his leftover slaves from back in the last few millenniums. The last few uh um you know, slave slave millennium. Y'all still belong to him. You are those spirit you are those spiritual you got spiritual slaves on the planet. You truly got spiritual slaves here. Because again, ask yourself, where'd all the spiritual energy of them slaves go? And I say spiritual because once you start following the ways of the beast, 
you have severed your tie with your soul connection. You become a spiritual being once you start praying to his gods, sharing Jesus with him, you know, all that stuff. You have severed your ties with your soul. You have become with him. You have become one with him. And that's it. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Why is he in the word them? Because he represents leadership within the collective body, which is them. He represents leadership, which tells you that a collective body must be led. It can't be a band of headless horsemen running around here. Oh, I'm my own God. I'm my own leader. We don't need no leader. Look at the niggas who say that. Look at them. Look at the niggas that say that. Look at them. Exactly. There's nothing to look at. You don't even know who they are. I know who they are. I know what those so-called organizations and things they're supposed to be about to teach this shit. But they ain't doing nothing. They just a bunch of egotistical niggas who really don't want to. You, you, I ain't. I ain't no nigga telling me what to do. I, that's when you're your own god. But when it comes to white man, yes, yes, sir. Yes, yes, officer. Yeah, uh, yes, sir. Or whoever white man in your damn face at the time. Uh, yes, Mister Such and Such, your boss. That's when you, like I said, that's when you part of the collective. You part of the team. Who is he? He is the leader of them. He denotes. Them. Who is them? Them is the collective body of Amin. That's the collective body of Amin. He represents the receiver within the body. Okay. He's supposed to, what, what is this supposed to show the people? That we, that the word them, just that one word represents us as a collective. Just that one word, them tells us right there what we're supposed to be doing, how we're supposed to be doing it, how we're supposed to be moving together in this world. We ain't supposed to be moving as individuals. We're supposed to be moving as a collective, as a pack. You see, as a pack, that's how we're supposed to be moving. Now there's no individuals. What should black people learn from this word them? Collective, collectivist, collectivism, immunity. But somehow, Realistically, I know it's going to register in niggas' minds as cult because, like I said, you so-called black people don't think. You just believe whatever the so-called white men tell you. Y'all Negroes are firmly programmed. That's why you preach against and push against a community. That's why you spoke against the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You spoke against Dr. York. You spoke against, and you'll speak against me. Some of you have already. And, and miss me with the, oh, we spoke against them because they molested some children. No, you did not. No, you didn't. You spoke against them because you hate the fact that Men are standing up, real men are standing up and putting shame to you people who refuse to cooperate and do better for our people. You refuse to acknowledge those men. That's why you love Malcolm X so much because he went against that. He went against the them. You see what happened to him. But that's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen. Amen we trust. And Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nubi Menkare. This has been Mentelect Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.